the college football experience, NC State Wolfpack 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes. Make sure to check out our new Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. NC State Wolfpack 2022 season preview episode. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, hey, we're in the dog days of summer still, still going through all 131 FBS teams with a solo podcast like we do every year, but this year it's 131. Subscribe on YouTube to the College Football Experience, and I'm excited to talk a little Wolfpack football. I am joined by my co-host, the the ACC. Uh, guru himself, give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. That's right. Best conference in the land. Until they're not <laughs> that, a conference anymore. Is that Jim Phillips talking? <laughs> is that Jim Phillips talking over there? The ACC and the Allegiance or Alliance or whatever you want to call it did great things. Uh, part of the best, uh, well, one of the best parts of ACC Media Day was when Jim Phillips said, "We are, we are still the uh, one of the best conferences. If it's not about, uh, it's not about uh, what our schools are making, it's about how good our conference is." And I thought that was hilarious because I was like, "Well." They kind of go hand in hand, but well, I, uh, I think he took it a step further and said, it's not all about football and basketball. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. How's the bowling Especially team? How, how's the bowling team at <laughs> NC state? Uh, <laughs> bass fishing. Bass yeah, fishing. Yes, NC yes. state's got a very good bass fishing team. So, so yes, exactly. So let's hop into this. Um, you know, NC state, Dave Doran, before we hop into, you know, there's a lot of expectations. I'll, I'll tell you this it, it going on all around the country. Listen to these college football, other college football previews. 
or people you talk to that, that uh, you know, have the same job as us. And uh, you know, they're saying NC state team to watch out for NC state, a team to watch out for, but Dave Doran, maybe it is going to be his best year. We'll get to what our predictions are. We'll go game by game on the schedule. Talk about the roster, talk about Las Vegas expectations, talk about the transfer portal. But what do you make of old Dave Dorn? 64 and 49 in nine years at NC state, buddy. What do you make of him as a head coach? Yeah. I mean, he's doing a great job. It took him a a little while to get the program up to, you know, high standards. And for a while there, he was on kind of a hot seat. Like, you know, uh, if you look at his first three seasons, you know, three and nine, eight and five, and then two, seven and six seasons. After that, people were starting to make some noise, but uh you know, credit to the university and the, uh, the AD at the time to kind of stick with them. Cause since then it has paid dividends still hasn't hit that double digit win total yet though, including but, bowl games still hasn't hit that been has, has got to nine three times yet yeah, th- and they get to 10 this year, three, nine win seasons in the past five years. That is pretty impressive. This is a big year, a lot of hype going on, but I think Dave Doran's a solid coach. Um, He's doing a good job. Uh, I mean, th- th- you know, they haven't had a double-digit win season since 2002, and I believe that was Chuck Amato, if memory serves me correct. Um, you're right. So this is a, a big year for them in Raleigh, North Carolina, and let's. Uh, how about this? Before we dive into who's coming back on the offense, who's coming back on the defense and, and, and our projections last year, recapping them, you know, I, I, I want to just hop into it by saying, I think they might be a little bit of fool's gold. I, and I know NC state fans probably going to kill me on this, but hear me out. Uh, NC state fans. Cause when I, when I, uh, here's my point. Uh, I look at last season and I get it seven bowl games in eight years. He's doing a good job, but they were two and three on the road last season with wins over Boston college without Phil Jerkovic and wins over Florida state without Jordan Travis. So they were, I mean, that's incredibly lucky right there. The fact that, that two of your road games were without the team starting quarterback. Um, and then you look at the other three, they lost. I just, you know, I don't that? hold on. Cause there's two sides of this coin. You could argue that their only bad loss was the week two game at Mississippi state when they lost 24 to 10 granted in that game, they outgained Mississippi state. As far as yardage, what happened was they lost a turnover battle three, nothing and Mississippi state returned the opening kick for a touchdown. So that 24 to 10 loss was probably a little bit closer than what the final score looks like. And then the other two, a one point loss at Miami and a three point loss at wake forest. They were very close to getting the double digit wins last year. And also their bowl game got canceled. So they didn't have a chance to to hit 10 after getting nine regular season wins. That is true on the bowl game being canceled. The Miami game I thought was incredibly disappointing for them. I thought they were the, you know, they, they really, in my opinion, they, they kind of blew their, their opportunity there. Yeah. Um, how about this though? If you're going to quote that, they only had one win over a team with a winning record last year. And that was Clemson, which they almost gave that game away. They won by six in overtime, but they almost gave that game away. Um, <laughs> you look at it and, and 
they, they had uh what they beat a bad Louisiana tech team by seven. Uh, they beat North Carolina six and six by four. You know, yeah, they had some nice wins. Uh, I would say like the one that stands out to me is probably Louisville by 15. Like I said, getting Florida state and Boston college without their starting quarterbacks. Um, that doesn't hold much water to me. And then Syracuse was trash. So I, I do think it, when I look at this, I kind of see a little bit of fool's gold and, and I, and everyone that's talking about them. And I know they're getting a ton of hype and they return a ton of production, but I also wonder, cause they say, oh, that defense was loaded. Well, who did you get? That was a really dynamic off uh, Louisville. Okay. That was a really what? good offense, but Clemson was terrible on offense. And then when you get Boston college and Florida state without their quarterbacks, yes. Wake Forest's offense is fantastic, but you lost that game. Well, but also two of their best defensive players got injured out for the year very early on in the season. Uh, so I, I, I hear your point, but you know, they can only play the teams on the schedule and their schedule. You could argue might even be easier this year than it was last year. We will dive into it because I don't know, there's, buddy. I don't know. Say, that. Let's just say this: there's no SEC road trip on the schedule. True, but there's a a a look. There's there's uh, the ACC isn't greatly improved over last year. Stark Vegas, I think, is an easier game than than G Vegas. All right, uh, so watch <laughs> out, watch out, buddy. Um, no, but but. I'm telling you when I went through that, I was surprised because I remember them being solid and I, I went through and I go, you know what? They really didn't beat anybody. <laughs> I'm like, they beat Clemson. And even with that, they, they got Clemson at the perfect time before that offense got a little bit improved. You know what I mean? So it was yeah. like, that was the ACC yeah, I mean, opener. I think that's a fair critique. I think even NC state fans has, they have to realize that. Uh, but still, I mean, when you look at their returning production, 81% of last year's production, which is 12th best in the country, you got the continuity at head coach at quarterback. Uh, there's a lot, there is, there's lots of reasons to like NC state this year. I will say that in years past the wolf pack, they've been known to disappoint, you know, when they get up to the biggest of stages, they've been known to disappoint when expectations are high. I guess with all that said, let's, let's dive in and uh, take a deeper look. Yeah. Uh, let's hop in. Um, look, offensive coordinator. Well, like, like you said, there's a, a lot of production coming back on this team. Seven starters are back on offense. Tim Beck is the OC. They were 28th in scoring offense a season ago, 99th in rush offense. Uh, they also lose Donovan Knight and Ricky persons, but two of their two, two, uh, two backs that they had. Uh, 19th in pass offense. So definitely we're doing a good, good job there. 59th in total offense. Offense got to be better to me. Like you, you're 59th in total offense. You, you, you know, uh, you went, I mean, that schedule wasn't a ball buster to me. Like those defenses with the exception of Clemson were not standout defenses. You know what I mean? Uh, so I do think the offense has to get better. Devin Leary is back for his junior season. He's a really good quarterback. Uh, he's getting a ton of hype and, and uh, what do you, what do you make of, of like, I think he's solid, but I, I, he's getting a ton of hype and, and I, I just feel like, and I know NC state fans are going to be coming at me left and right, <laughs> but I, I, do you think well, he, you know, he, he lives up to the hype? 3,400 yards plus 35 touchdowns to five interceptions. That's a notch above solid. 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Thirty-five to five. I True. mean, that's doing it. True. Uh, he's uh, like I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see uh, in, in the big pressure moments how he performs this season. I would. I kind of agree. I don't know if he's a game changer. I think he's a very good quarterback. This is his fourth year in the program. I think uh, he's the best quarterback since Glennon, probably that they've had. Maybe the kid that went to the Bengals, um, Finley. Yeah, Finley. Yeah, thank you. But uh, uh, I think he's very solid, and I think there's no concerns of the quarterback position for NC State. I, I just see a lot of publications have him as the number one quarterback in the ACC. <laughs> I'm always a bit stunned at that. But hey, yeah. I've been wrong before. So, uh, Zonovan Knight, Ricky Person's gone, and uh, it seems like Jordan uh, Houston and Michael Allen will be the 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 running backs in the mix. They do get two of three wideouts back in Thayer Thomas and Devin Carter. They are breaking in a new tight end. I'm I'm seeing that penciled in as Trent Penix right now. Uh, and then obviously this is fantastic when you're previewing any of these teams. Four or five offensive linemen back on the offensive line, led by right tackle Bryson Spaz. Yeah, Spies, the, whatever. The only one gone is the first round draft pick, uh, Ekem Akwanu. Uh, and when you look at those guys, first off, I mean, yeah, Zonovan, Bam Knight, and Ricky Person were very good running backs for state for a long time. I think they'll be okay there, though. I think they have enough depth to be solid at running back. Uh, they're going to also miss Ameka Amizi because he led the team in reception and yardage the last three seasons. But uh, the guys you mentioned, uh, Thayer Thomas, fifth year in the program, Devin Carter, fifth year in the program. Uh, you know, Thomas has 20 career touchdowns. Carter's got over 1500 career yards. Those guys have been around the block a couple times. I think they're going to be fine at wide receiver. Also, I know you'll get to it, but they also have a, a pretty good transfer coming in at wide out as well. Uh, well, I mean the offense, I think it needs to hold up to their, their, you know, to me, they should be better. The offense should be better. And, and if t- it's Tim Beck's job, they, they, they were terrible at running the ball last year. I don't know if you know that they were a terrible team at running the football yet committing to the run a lot. Second um, to last in the ACC in rushing last year. That's not going to cut it. Uh, passing was solid fifth in the, in the conference, but you're right. I think that's a, another fair critique is that they have to be more balanced this season. And especially with, you know, the experience on the offensive side of the ball, they should be better. Well, on the defensive side of the ball, they get 10 starters back, 10 starters back. That alone is, is pretty remarkable. Um, I still think this, I mean, I don't know. I sound like such a hater. Uh, cause, cause I, I still think the stats, when you have two quarterbacks out on road games that you go to, uh, I still think they're a bit, bit jaded, but uh, three or four back on the defensive line led by Corey Durden and Savion Jackson, their, their entire linebacking core is back. Uh, Watch out for the linebackers. It might, might be the best group in the ACC. You know, I guess Clemson, you could argue that. But uh, Isaiah Moore and Peyton Wilson both now healthy, joining Drake Thomas. That that linebacker trio is nasty, and their entire secondary is back, and they got a really good corner in Shaheem Battle. I mean, look, what's 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 the weakness there? If they they should be rolling defensively, correct? I mean, yes. wouldn't you say yes. that? Um, 
I don't know. I mean, I feel like uh, their kicker is back. This is the guy that I think uh, you know what he almost cost him the game against Clemson, but uh, he is missed back. Missed a couple, missed a couple in the fourth quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I don't know, man. Uh, it, We'll see. We'll get to it. It's it's a great problem to have when you return that many players. It really is. Um, but at the same time, I just wonder how much better will this team be? Because a season ago, I do think they got some fortunate breaks. Um, all right, but we're gonna we're gonna talk transfer portal. We're gonna talk uh, you know, what Vegas expects from NC State in uh in 2022 and and what we expect here on the college football experience. But first, I gotta get us paid. I want to tell you that the NC State Wolfpack 2022 season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet, get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. We're also brought to you by Dave. Not Dave Doran, but hey. Um, I'm wishing him the best, but no, Dave, Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. Because let's be honest, we've all had moments in life, whether it's, you know, I don't know. You spent too much at the bar the night before. I don't know if you, you, you stayed on vacation an extra couple days and you get back home and you're, you're just sitting there saying, damn, where's all my money. I got no money. Uh, maybe the wife's birthday. I don't know, but we've all been in a spot where you could use a couple extra bucks in a jam. So uh, that's what Dave is for. Okay. I mean, this thing is fantastic. You get $500 instantly with extra cash. There's no interest, no credit check needed. You could finally tackle those expenses without stressing you out. There's no hangups. I'm telling you download the Dave app from the app store right now. That's D a V E and sign up for an extra cash account to get $500 instantly for terms and conditions. Go to dave.com slash legal instant transfer fees. Do apply banking provided by evolve a member of the FDIC. All right. We are back talking NC state football. I am very curious uh, on the data that you have on the transfer portal here, because I see some players that left like safety, uh, Nikai Meredith uh, kicker, Ian Williams, uh, wide receiver, Max Fisher and safety Khalid Martin. They are all in the portal incoming. I, 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 I didn't, according to 24 seven sports, I couldn't find incoming. So I was very curious the wideout that you were referring to NC Nick, you there, you there, buddy. I I'm I, I lost you. I lost you. I think here. Uh, can, you, can you hear me now? Oh, buddy? there we go. There we go. <laughs> my apology for some reason. My computer went on mute. Uh, okay. Yes. I heard what you were saying and, uh, there was not a whole lot of uh, transfers coming to NC state, but there was one. And that was at the receiver position, which was an area of need after a graduated and they got Daryl Jones from Maryland, uh, former three star. I like the depth there. He might be able to slide in 
in uh, the number three spot or just, you know, provide some extra depth behind and uh, Thayer Thompson and Devin Carter. And Maryland's got a very talented receiving core. So it makes sense why they would want to go elsewhere. They're, they're probably extremely talented even behind them. So that is a big get that I, I did not have penciled in here. Um, in general though, it's surprising to me continuity. Now I will say if you believe in that, then NC state's going to have a great year. You know what I mean? Like, because they have continuity, they have players that have stayed with the program. Uh, not that many transfers out. I would say they want it just on that, just on that, bringing in a wide out and, and only having four guys leave. That's like unheard yeah. of as we pre uh, the short of the service academies that is unheard of while we preview all these 131 teams like we do every year. Right. Um, and if you go through the people that left, they don't ring a bell to me. So I think they were riding the pine and a lot of them, you know, transfer to smaller schools like uh, North Carolina, a and T they lost the cornerback. They lost a D lineman to UTSA. Uh, maybe the one guy, Ter- uh, Terrell Dawkins, another D lineman that went to South Carolina. Yeah. You, you might feel that a little bit, but uh, they lost the backup quarterback to Jacksonville state. Uh, an edge rusher to Buffalo, you know, these guys, I think they can make do with the, with those losses. Um, let's, let's get to what Las Vegas is expecting here. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see the sweet ass graphic behind me. Shout out to the SGPN graphics team, but uh, eight and a half wins is the win total for NC state. Eight and a half wins. Sign me up now. The juice is going. The uh, the overs minus one fifty. The unders plus one thirty. Juicy <laughs> if you think NC State. Look for a team that played four winning teams a year ago and went one and three. I'm just saying. Look, I know a lot of people are high as all can be. Let's hop into it. What on first reaction though? What do you think of that number? I I'm always hesitant. You know, I think this is it's just a big number. And especially when you attach a minus one fifty to it, uh, I don't know if I'd be betting the over I, look, I live in Raleigh. I'm very familiar with the NC state program. I, I kind of root for them on the football field, not in basketball, uh, but on the football field, I kind of root for them. And I'm just telling you when expectations are high, usually they come up short. So I would just say tread pretty lightly. If you're laying that much juice. There we go. Well, like I said, week one, week one, I cannot wait. Right into it. Saturday, September 3rd, uh, NC State heads into Greenville, North Carolina. This place is going to be bananas. You know that. I've already heard, you know, I'm an ECU guy. So, uh, I feel like it's it's okay for me to just, uh, to just jam out to uh, this fine, fine tune. What do you make of this game? Tell me this one isn't just perfect, ripe for an upset. All right, they were one in three against winning teams a year, a year ago. ECU was a winning team a year ago. Now the last two NC State have won, but that was Scotty Montgomery and then Mike Houston's first game. I think we might have an opportunity because prior well, to that, first off, you're not endearing yourself to any NC State fans by playing the ECU music on the NC State <laughs> preview. What if I but told you? Also, go ahead. What if I told you this? The last 
what last uh, four times they've only been in Greenville. NC State's only came to Greenville four times. They're one and three. That's right. One uh, I, and know, three. You mentioned the one and three record against winning teams last year. They are one and three all time uh, in Greenville, and they lost the last two in 2016 and 2010. So we know Greenville is not an easy place to play, especially when you have the Pirates with their chip on their shoulder trying to beat one of the ACC boys. So uh, this is this going to be a ball game. I, I think NC State fans know better than to expect an easy win here. Uh, maybe on the national scene, people don't expect that, but watch out. This is going to be a football game. That's right. We're coming for that victory barrel. Give me the Pirates in an upset special. Oh, and one. Take it, NC State fans. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it happening. I can see it happening, but I'm going to go NC State, man. Uh, you look, you've been living in Rally too long. Uh, week two. The Charleston Southern Buccaneers come to town of the FCS Charleston Charleston Southern uh, a year ago was just four and six. That should be an easy win for State. Yes, yes, sir. So you got them two and zero. I got them one and one. They are home to Texas Tech. Watch out. That's all I'm saying. This is a sneaky one. I feel like I love the hire of Joey McGuire. Look. Uh, everyone was talking. Everyone thought Sonny Dykes was going to go to Texas Tech because his dad, Spike Dykes, legendary coach at Texas Tech. I was like, oh, they better not do that because they're just going to go back into the Cliff Kingsbury, you know, Sonny Cumbie type thing. No, they go for Joey McGuire, who was at Baylor and kind of kept Baylor's program together when they transitioned. He was there with Rule, transitioned to Aranda, and he hired, he went out and hired Zach Kitley, who I think is one of the most cutting edge offensive coordinators going in college football. Watch if people out. don't know, Kitley was with Western Kentucky last year, putting up crazy passing stats. They had a very good season. So I do like both those hires. You've kind of won me over on the McGuire hire as head coach. Um, it's, it's certainly not an easy game again, but you have a very experienced Wolfpack at home and Texas Tech's making a long road trip. I'm going with the home team again, Look. the Wolfpack. It, 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 I'm going to take NC State, but NC State, come on, man! They would lose a game like this. I could totally see them losing this game. Oh, I, look, they certainly can. <laughs> you know, I mean, there, there's a handful on the schedule here. Well, there's, I could say that half the games on the schedule they they could <laughs> lose. You know, uh, but I think I think this year, especially though, I think they're going to get off to a good start. I'm just worried about down the stretch when when pressure starts to build. So I do think NC State gets off to a nice start this season, and they're three and zero in this game. Moving on to UConn next week, Jim Moore Jr. winning the transfer portal. Uh, <laughs> I got them winning this one. I got them three and one out the gate once four, again. Four and zero, sir. Four and zero. No, no, no. They can't. Holton Ehlers is going to play. If they had played any healthy quarterbacks on the road last year, they they would have lost the other. They would have went zero and five. Um, they're at Clemson Saturday, October first. That's a loss. They haven't won at Clemson since 2002. That that magical double-digit win season that you mentioned earlier with I think Philip Rivers was a the quarterback then too, right? Yeah, they had their chance I think like mid 2015 maybe. Yeah, they yeah, missed that field goal or two, or two times, ones. yeah. Right. I do have them dropping this. I think uh there's no way they start the season 5 and 0. So if for some reason they can beat Clemson, uh 
then they, then maybe they lose one of those earlier ones that you mentioned. So I I'm, I feel pretty good. You know, they're four and one uh, entering mid October. I got them three and two, and then they host the Florida State Seminoles. I am not buying into the Seminoles. I do think NC State beats them at Carter Finley, so I got them at four and two now. Yeah, they've kind of owned Florida State recently. Winners of four out of the last five, which I mean sounds crazy to say. Look, me and you were in Raleigh for Florida State at NC State in uh, what year was that? I think it was maybe eleven. I think it was two thousand eleven, maybe two thousand eleven. The 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 game that NC State had a goal line stand to beat Florida State. That was back when Florida State was good. Strip if sick. That, if we could go back then and say NC state was going to be winners of four out of five against Florida state, I would have told you you're crazy, <laughs> but that shows how down Florida state has been. So give me NC state here. You got to win in the national championship. Don't you? I got them at five I and swear. one. Uh, so I got them at uh, four and two. They're at the, uh, the carrier dome on Saturday, October 15th. I know it's called the JMA wireless dome. Regardless, it's a no, shitty it's stadium. Uh, and, uh, man, I think they're going to be, I think they're so much better than Syracuse, but it is a sneaky, it's a sneaky road game. I I still think they win though. I think Syracuse surprised Clemson, uh, in Western New York, maybe four or five years ago, got a W there, right? Yeah. Yeah. uh, Last year, tough place. And like I said, like pressure's starting to build here a little bit, but I'll take the pack one more time. Last year, NC State, uh, I'm not NC State, uh, Syracuse almost beat Clemson, missed a game tying field goal. Um, sneaky, sneaky place t- to play there. Uh, I like the so if, if they're six and one, they're probably a top 10 team here, right? Uh, probably, but I got them four and two or five and two now. I got them five and two heading into the bye, right? Before a Thursday nighter against, against, uh, Virginia Tech. They also have a buy though. So here's the thing. I'm going to say this. In their next 3 games, which are all home games against Virginia Tech, Wake Forest and Boston College. Yeah. I believe they will lose one of those 3. I think that's very fair. Uh I'm going to be at this game Thursday night in Raleigh. The Hokies coming to town. They're not going to lose this one. They're going to win this. So I, I have at seven and one right now. And then comes in the Wake Forest Demon Deacons and Dave Clawson. Watch out for my boy Dave Clawson. I think this is the one. They get him. I have to agree with you. Uh I mean these games have been crazy lately, but Wake is winners of four out of the last five. The last two games have ended in an an identical forty-five to forty-two final score. So there's been a lot of points in this game, and Wake Forest just Always messes with NC State. I do have the Wolfpack getting the L here. So uh, you uh, by this point, yeah, I'm gonna go with that being the one of my three um, because they follow up with Boston College, and uh, I I because I'm gonna give Wake Forest the win. I'll, I will give them the win over Boston College, and then so what are you doing in the BC game? You're taking are you taking uh, NC State? You know what? I'm going to say they actually have a little bit of a hangover here and they drop that game to BC as well. <laughs> then they have back-to-back away games to end the season at Louisville and at North Carolina and guess what, buddy? I got them losing both. I got them going 7 and 5 and I kind of love it. Uh, so, 
NC State is one and four all time at Louisville, but they are they have won three out of the last four in the series. I think I'm gonna agree with you. They're gonna drop the game at Louisville. That means they're gonna lose three in a row here to Wake, Boston College, and Louisville. Things you know they're not very happy in Raleigh. What do they do? They come out and surprise the Tar Heels in Chapel Hill to at least salvage a season, go eight and four, which is an under, but still a solid season. I mean, you know, you, uh, UNC, they haven't played state that good at home lately. NC state has won three out of four in Chapel Hill. I think they get that one done eight and four. Mm, let me ask you this though. They didn't, they didn't go any it, like all the tough environments, Stark Vegas last year, they lost. Clemson. Oh no, they didn't, didn't play. They didn't play at Clemson uh, at BC. Not only did they not have their quarterback, that's just not a live place to play right. at Miami. Even though they lost this game, still not a live place to play sure. uh, at Florida state, Florida state was three and five fans are reading novels. You know what I mean? <laughs> like uh, uh, at wake forest, not necessarily a live place to play. I think this year it's actually much harder. The fact that you got to go into Greenville, you got to go into Clemson. You got to go. Uh, I even think Syracuse is a is a more of a hornet's nest than most of their their away games last year. Uh, and then at Louisville and at North Carolina, I think this is a harder schedule. I'm on the under, and I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they could easily get to nine here, and, and maybe even ten. I think it's definitely within the realm of possibility. I had them losing three games in a row in November. Uh, that might be a little far fetched. I just know that, you know, when expectations are high, I'll say it one more time. NC state usually falls a little bit short and they disappoint a little bit. And I'm worried that's going to happen again. I hope I'm wrong. I hope they, you know, take care of BC. They win at Louisville and they still finish the season off with a W over the Tar Heels. But I'm a little skeptical just due to their recent history, or not even recent history, just due to their overall history. Yeah. I mean, if they can take care of business at home and go undefeated at home, you can maybe build a case for a 10, 11 win season. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that, man. I, I, Virginia Tech's kind of an enigma. I don't know what to expect with Virginia Tech. I think Texas Tech actually is a harder game than what when I looked at it last year, when uh, Matt Wells or, or uh, Sonny Cumbie, they thought might be the interim head coach there. I said, you know, this is, I think, I think it's harder now with Joey McGuire than, than it would have looked last year. Um, and then I also think BC is so much better with the healthy Jerkovic. So I, I think that game can, they, they whooped BC's ass last year, but that drop off between Jerkovic and their backup was unbelievable. So I, I, I think it's a lot harder of a schedule this year. I really do. Now, yeah. It's a little bit harder. It's still, I mean, it's still the ACC. And so for me, it comes down to that, that game, that stretch of three home games in November. If they can run the table there, you could be looking at like a 10 and two type season, dude. If I'm going to say this, if East Carolina beats them week one, in my opinion, in my opinion, you cashed the under. Yes, because but I, granted, I we all know yeah. you are a pirate, and uh, your fandom may be clouding your judgment here. Well, seven and five season. If you can, Mike Houston's got this program in in the best situation from a talent perspective. Then I'd say in like seven, eight, nine, maybe ten years. 
They so. saved that for the ECU preview. People are saying <laughs> this might be Dave Doran's best roster ever. Yeah, well, win a big road game, then talk to me. All right, all right. Win a big road game. When's the last time State just won a gigantic road game? They, you know what? They'll have your chance Saturday, September third. There we go. Bring it on. Bring it on. All right. Look, I'm going back to the the seasons before. They, they've always struggled on the road. We'll get to it. We'll talk more about this on the college football experience. No, we talk about it uh, year round college football and college basketball. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. What do you think NC state this year in college basketball? Nick, you think uh, Manny Bates? I know he's gone. He's at uh, he's at where he's at Butler, Butler? now. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's uh put up or shut up time for Keats. I, you know, I like Keats personally. I think he's a good guy. I think he's a pretty good coach, but lately the results have not been there. So they got some talent back. Uh, but they need to turn that into W soon. Yeah, subscribe to the college basketball experience because we love talking co- tobacco road college basketball. It's always one of the greatest things about college basketball. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. Also subscribe to the college football experience. We're both on the under, which I think so far what I've heard from. I mean, we've had a lot of experts on the show, or or I've I've been out listening. I've been talking to people. I think I, I, we're the only ones that are low on NC State. Everyone's on top of it, which is why I love it even more. All right. Um, so subscribe. I'm sorry, Wolfpack fans. I'm sorry. All right. But you guys, you guys put us on the schedule, and I hate to crush your dreams. I hate to crush your dreams. I can't wait for week <laughs> one, uh, folks. If you if you can give us a five star review on iTunes. Uh, if you do that, take a screenshot. Find me on Twitter at the Colby D or the College Football experience on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Show us that screenshot and we'll send you a college football experience t-shirt NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Give him a follow. Give me a follow. Give the college football experience a follow and Patty C a follow at Patty C eight, three, one. We are the college football experience. Um, do that. Check out the, uh, check out the sports gambling podcast. They're already doing NFL solo episodes for all 32 teams in the NFL. They just knocked out the Carolina Panthers. I'm sure the, the Redskins are going to be on deck at some point, but subscribe, check out all those. And uh, yeah, uh, check out all of our platforms. I mean, what MLS gambling podcast that, that feed just dropped soccer gambling podcast. I got the world cup happening in, in uh, the fall MLB gambling podcast, the college baseball experience with Noah Beanick. Check out all those feeds people. All right. All right. This is the college football experience. NC state style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.